This is a podcast by the socialist barista and Trey Dexter Music, featuring Parker Milliken. Welcome to the Socialist Barista Podcast. And you know what really grinds my gears? Yeah, we don't even need to, we don't even have to do the normal <laughs> intro. You know what really grinds my gears, guys? <laughs> Tell me. When Tell I go to a gears. restaurant or a coffee shop and the baristas or people at the restaurant, like when they call your name or your order, they just barely say it above a normal speaking level. And you're like 50 feet away from the counter. So you're kind of listening, but you're kind of not. And like, you can't, you know, actually hear because there's people and you're like 50 feet away. That really grinds my gears. Like, speak up. Say it with your chest. Baristas. Say it with your speak chest. Up, yeah. Speak up, baristas. Yeah. Like, I went to, here's we a, I went to a stamp. I went to a sandwich place for lunch the other day and I like this place. It's right across the street from work and they have really great sandwiches. It's a really dope little spot, but like the people that make your sandwiches, like there's nowhere to really be close to the bar or like counter when they call your sandwich. So like I'm there and there's a bunch of people there for lunch and I have to sit like literally 50 feet away. And whenever they call your sandwich, they just go Trey. But like, I can't freaking hear them. They're so far away. Like, it's just, you know, it just really grinds my gears. It really upsets me. Like, and like. (laughs) There's two different styles of calling out anything in the barista world. There's normal, like what you should sound like. And then there's Starbucks. And that's usually when the drink's been sitting there for a while. And the barista is clearly fed up with the fact that you're sitting right there talking to somebody. They've called it out. And then they go full Starbucks. And you know the difference. That's the difference between going, Trey Calvin, I got a drink for Trey Calvin. Yeah, I got a, a honey cinnamon latte for Trey Calvin. Trey Calvin at the bar. And then you go, honey cinnamon latte for Trey Calvin? That's the yeah. difference. That's the well, Starbucks We worked level. at this coffee shop together, <laughs> and it was a very big, like, tall ceilings and, like, an old warehousey looking space. And it was stupid echoey in there. Like I hated how echoey it was in there. So like when you when you have like twenty, I yeah, you like it. singing opera in there at night. Like freaking, look at you, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm a music Girl major. Off, I sing right? opera. And I'm gonna sing opera after close, and then the coffee shop's gonna use that on the Instagram. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so like, like it was so loud in there, right? Like all the time. And so like I pu- I remember I remember pulling up in there for my first shift and. Uh, one of the people on the bar, you know, he's like, he makes orders, and then like he'd be like, caramel latte for Catherine, like super quietly, and I'm literally like next to him, and this place is so echoey, and there's so many people talking and having a good time, I can barely hear him say that, and he's next to me, and like I'm the kind of person that if I hear you call out a drink and it's really quiet, and I know for a fact nobody heard that because nobody even reacted to you saying it. I'm gonna come in after you, and I'm gonna say, "We got a caramel latte on the bar for Catherine." Like, that's me. I'm that guy. Like, I'm obnoxious, but it just grinds my gears. Speak up, please. <laughs> Versus, yeah, just also speak we up, have speak out. You know what, Trey? What else? It doesn't really grind my gears. I just something I actually kind of noticed today that I thought I'd bring up. But we have a lot of barista like trends on Instagram right now, like the whole like. So we started doing this thing called first pour of the day, uh, like a year ago, pretty much. Like you actually kind of started it, Trey, but not me. But 
Um, so we started this thing called First Pour of the Day, and it's been like really cool posting people's first like you know latte art pour whatever of the day. Um, but now we have like there's so many Literally different ones now. Like now there's First Pour of the Day, First Sip of the Day, um, Sip the Drip. There's also um, first what was it called? There's one where it's like it's like first. Uh, it's not really first pour, but it's kind of like like first attempts, like no retries, no remakes, like whatever you pour first. That's your thing. I forget what it's called. Yeah, sounds like people, I saw to a lot of people on the idea. West Coast doing it. Um, <laughs> and by people, I mean Jared Truby at Cat and Cloud. But people were doing it with him, so that's cool. <laughs> but like. <laughs> Yes, they are people. They are people. But yeah, like I saw like those ones, and then there's also like like today I got tagged with one that was like uh, afternoon sip. Which don't get me wrong, I love all these and they're great. But we have made a lot of these trends the last few months. I mean, I'm all for it. But what is the most ridiculous trend you can think of, Parker? That's like has to do with coffee. Like think of the most random. Like mine in my head, I'm like uh, drinking or. Sipping while making breakfast. That's the trend. Like, what are you sipping while you're making breakfast? Like, I mean, honestly, sense. the one that that I think is kind of ridiculous is when people do the first pour of the day, but it's not actually like latte art. It's like the first pour over of the day. Hey, I like that. It kind of defeats the purpose, though. It's like, it's not, that's <laughs> not right. what it was you're, you, intended. You're wearing your welcome here. You know? It was intended. <laughs> yeah. You're Parker, really, you're really, you're really starting to push the yeah. buttons. You're, you're starting to grab my gear. <laughs> what I... When I first, when I first started first pour of the day, it was mainly because like Trey, to be honest, like Trey had just lost like you know he just got out of the coffee job and he was like job hunting and he was like super stressed out because he wanted to be in coffee. And the social barista, yeah, and the meme page just kind of went through it lol. And I remember I was working at Revelator and I was really bummed because I was like, I want the page to still keep doing its thing. Maybe if I start some random stupid trend that's ridiculous, like tray will just kind of make it popular and so one day i was pouring and i was like first pour of the day and i was like f-p-o-t-d <laughs> i don't know like that's so stupid and then when trey reposted it and a few other people redid it i thought how ridiculous can i so i did like the cappuccino and i threw the spoon in the cappuccino after i poured and then i did a pour over and then i did me pouring water into a glass like just <laughs> everything that had to do with pouring anything and so yeah, first pour of the day can be anything man it, it could be, be your first like Pouring out your heart to somebody. I did a smiley face one time. I don't remember. If you, yeah, I saw that. If you remember that one? <laughs> I think I want first pour of the day to be the most ridiculous thing people do, not the most talented. Yeah, but I also like both, personally. and I like being able to highlight like anyone's pour. Like you know, some people their first pour of the day is honestly not the best latte art, but it's still cool because they're not afraid to like show it. And it's cool to see like people that are really good at latte art, people that are just starting out. Like it's a cool like even ground for everybody to jump in, but. That's just really that's what grinds my gears, guys. I'm sorry. Right. No, dude, hey, first off, don't be sorry. It's okay to let your gears be yeah. gr- grounded. Ground? Grinded. Well, Parker and I, while being in Nashville, we got visited from a guy that follows us or that like hits us up all the time on Instagram. We're listening to DJ. Um he's like uh he's a roaster, isn't he? Yeah, so he came by Nashville and he dropped off some coffee at Quizera and apparently went by Humphrey Street or something and told Parker that it was at Quizera because Parker showed up and was like, hey, where's that coffee? I was like, what coffee? You mean my coffee that was left for me? And he goes, oh, he told me to try it too. And I'm like, oh, that's not nice. So, it's communal um, coffee. <laughs> it's communal, communal coffee. 
So basically, DJ dropped off some coffee, some sip the drip. It actually says on the back, sip this drip, um, which is super cool. And we really appreciate that DJ like stopping in and letting us try some of your coffee. Um, it's a mystery origin. Huh? A mystery origin. It's a mystery origin, apparently. Now, I am sipping it right now. Parker already knows that these are smarter than me. So I don't I know if these are the same ones DJ. he hooked me up with in December. Parker. That's weird. Oh. Parker, that was just weird. You did something that I didn't like. You took the cup filled with coffee and you sipped it away. I sipped it away from Mike. From the mic instead of sipping it the right way. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so this definitely tastes sweet. I'm going to have I think it's an Ethiopian. It's a bold move. <laughs> I, I'm cheating. Parker kind of gave it away. I kind of gave it away. Um, but it's, so it's an Ethiopian washed. Okay. DJ told me I need to probably pull up the message that he sent to me. Yeah. Pull it um, up. Ethiopian washed. It's a, it's really great. It's got like a little bit of sweetness on the front. And then, unlike a lot of Ethiopian naturals that would kind of really linger into that, like, blueberry, strawberry kind of sweetness, mm -hmm. this one kind of gets into a little bit more of, like... It's Grammy. Some, like, yeah, Grammy and, like, um, cooked sugars, yeah. like some caramel there in the end. For sure. It's super good. This is really tasty, DJ, if you're listening to the podcast. Oh, he's listening. But it's super tasty. Man. Mm. How did you... What did you do at over? What were your ratios and stuff that you did um, so I did a 1 to 16 ratio. I used a origami dripper with a V60 filter. Um, did it at 208 degrees with water. Um, and then did a lot of like micro blooms, Ooh, micro blooms. all the way through. Man, that was good. Micro oh, yeah. blooms. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's um. So he just told me it was a washed Ethiopian. He didn't tell me any uh, any further details beyond that with the... The origin, wow. but it's great. I I'm digging super it. loved Ethiopian wash the past uh, couple times I've had them. Yeah, it's a little bit more like approachable, I think, within like an Ethiopian natural that's like super super sweet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I'm really digging it. This is really tasty. Um, DJ keep sending us coffee. It's so good. Uh, make sure to send Trey some because he, he deserves to sip the drip in December. Um, the dude. Yeah. What? Oh, well, you guys okay, are having the I guess he's sharing the love with Just us. Kidding. Um. Well, Parker, like you're on the show again. I'm back, and so and I sound look, so much better this time. Yeah, because we're in the same place. Yeah, for those who don't know, we're remote now. Parker, so look, yeah, we're remote, and we're using. I want to say this: we're using a program called ZenCaster, and it's ZenCastra. Like it has an R, not an ER at the end. If you're looking to do something like this, use that. It's super good. Um, it's great. Um, but Parker, you know, you're on the show again, and since last time you're on the show, like. What's your deal? Like what's been going on? Yeah, what's your deal? You know, I'm just, uh, so I work at Humphrey Street. I'm the manager there. Still still at Humphreys? Yep, still at Humphreys. Um, I'm actually the GM now, technically, which I guess I always have been. But um, we're looking to get on our second location, working on that, <gasps> which is, uh, Let's go. it's always harder to get a second location than the third, so I've been told. So <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely panned out to be true, uh, getting a second location in the midst of COVID yeah. has not been super fun. Yeah, it's hard. But I'm super amped on it. Um, Humphreys is great. We uh, are a social enterprise. We're doing some cool stuff just besides coffee, uh, trying to help out local Nashville community. Um, it's been good. We got, uh, so I'll give you 
a little secret, a little taste of the future of what's come. Well, taste. Um, Humphrey Street has some geishas and an anaerobic and a Colombian honey process this is coming news on down to the line. Me. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know about this. This is uh, very recent. We have the green. Um, we were working on the labels and the taste profiles and all that kind of stuff. I am super excited for it. Um, we're still working on like the geisha profile and getting it dialed down, but the anaerobic we have we have done, um, and it is so good. That's exciting. It's probably one of my favorite anaerobics that I've had. Um, that's crazy. That's gonna be nuts. I mean, that's a big move for Humphrey Street. And oh yeah, Humphrey Street is already like so. Like the community that Humphrey Street has, from my experience there, you know, they've had to really like have the community learn the language of coffee. Like when it comes to their fan base, their lovers. Um, not just the coffee lovers of Nashville, but like people that invest into Humphrey Street as a whole in the vision. And man, like making a solid move like that's big. Uh, Ruben Torres is the roaster over there. Yeah. And man, let me tell you, that dude loves what he does. He loves coffee to the degree of like he just loves like the people that are associated with coffee all the way down to like the people that work in the coffee world, like in the farms. Yeah, he was and trained by, like, Diedrich himself, the guy who, like, created the Diedrich insane. Roaster. And I'm telling y'all, Ruben is, like, a, having him on the show is going to be, like, a big deal in the future because he's a dude that just, like, literally zero to hero. Like, didn't know a thing. How old was he when he learned from Diedrich? I mean, he was, like, 13. Whoa. 13 years old. Like, that's insane. And so it's going to be cool, hopefully, to have him on the show one day. But, man, like... uh Y'all be looking out for Humphrey Streets. Yeah, we should have those out like mid February, so be on the lookout for those. Word, be great. We were actually oh, talking about. No, Go ahead, Trey. Okay, something we were talking about last week uh, was like um, managing a coffee crew, like your team, and working on and focusing on making them feel good and awesome and stuff. And Parker, like you've had a lot of experience with like high school students because of Humphrey Street's vision and like what they do um, and like one of your main goals. But the main thing we were talking about is this idea of like, you know, if you can focus on your baristas, like your workforce, that's what's going to make your coffee shop really push and catapult forward. Like if you can do what you can to love them rather than just only focusing on just your product. Yeah. And I just, we wanted to get kind of your thoughts on that just because you've worked in not only management, but you've seen a lot of coffee shops, like even in Birmingham rise and fall, Yeah. you know, because sure. there's a lot of up and down. Um, and even in Georgia, like you've seen a lot of like up mm -hmm. and down mm -hmm. and you talk to baristas a lot, like a lot of your friends are. And we wanted to get your thoughts on that. Like for us, of course, like we're assuming in our experiences, like, you know, if you don't respect your baristas, if you're not doing something that really shows up for them, like they're not going to stay. Yeah. And your sure. coffee shop's going to suffer. And we wanted your thoughts on that. Like what's your perspective on that? Yeah. And, um, I heard that shout out last week, which was, uh, <laughs> Honestly, a much higher bar than I, f I feel I can jump over. <laughs> or the shout um, out when you said like, oh, what, why have you guys been slacking for the last like few weeks? And we're like, slacking? I made a whole a whole rhyme out. Y'all read the thing wrong. <laughs> yeah, Trey, I forgot to tell you. He made a rhyme out of his question and we didn't even notice. Yeah. So it, it was a lot of effort on my part with not a lot of oh notice on yours. It's okay. Um, yeah, but like so, so far as like... <laughs> So far as like, you know, management and stuff, it's it's something that I'm new to. Like Humphrey Street is the first shop that I've managed, but I've been a part of several different kind of shops where I saw a lot of really great leadership and um, some not so much. And so I learned a lot about like what I want to do and um, how I want to be a good manager as I walked into this at Humphrey Street. And like, I think for me, um, 
the the biggest thing uh being a manager at humphrey street was to like be on the front lines with my baristas so i know as a customer service uh representative for your industry like dealing with customers can be really hard sometimes and like um, trying to create these great products when it's like a rush and busy mm-hmm. and is like super hard and like emotionally and physically taxing. And so I try to spend a lot of time on the bar um, or at least like on the floor with my employees. And that was true even pre-COVID. Like I, I spent a lot of time sitting at the bar watching my employees mm-hmm. um, and talking with them and like giving them tips, but also like being there with them, like teaching and making drinks and even having them show me how to be better at customer service. Right. Um, and that's a big thing for me is like, I feel like if I succeed anywhere in being a manager, it's being there with my employees. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just super important. I think for any manager out there, like being there and being able to like actually see what your employees are doing when they come to you with like complaints or even when like customers come to the shop with complaints, like you, know what's going on because you were there and like you understand the personality of your baristas and and all that kind of stuff very much so last time park was on we did a thing called one star reviews well we don't really have a name for it which are like rating bad coffee shop reviews even though we actually only rated like one of the coffee shop reviews we're basically just making fun of (laughs) stupid coffee shop reviews though We're, we're gonna do that right now the best pastime. Do we have a theme of place like we did last time? We did all natural. So, uh, almost a lot of these shops are shops that listeners. I had some people submit some reviews, just and they were so good I couldn't not share them. But I also <laughs> kind of I crept on a few people that have called into the show or been on the show, and I went to their shops and I looked for bad one star reviews. So, there's a chance your shop might be on this podcast and I might be saying one of their bad one star reviews. So, okay. That's exciting. I'm in. We are ready. All about it. All right, let's do this. Okay. We'll start with the first one. I got a few on my phone, by the way, too. I, that's like, cause they're easier to take screenshots and then type them all onto my computer. So yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's just start off strong. Okay. This one, I don't remember whose shop this is. This might, I think this one's in Nashville. Okay. Um, I'll share. Okay. I was so happy to make this place the last stop before I leave Nashville. I've had coffee from several places, and after looking up coffee shops that you must try, oh, <laughs> steadfast stood out. And since I'm a coffee lover, look out for anyone that says that. Like that's already a red flag. Big red I had flag. big red flag. <laughs> I had to get myself some ground coffee for the rest of my trip since I left mine at home. Red flag. Anyone that's looking for ground coffee? Red flag. (laughs) I go to the store and ask... Okay, she called the coffee shop a store. I mean, I guess it kind of is, but nah, I don't don't count it. Okay. And asked the young lady for a specific blend and mentioned the notes that it was... That it has, which showed her on the, the... Which I showed her on the website. Sorry, some people don't know how to type. Um... It included caramel, and I was surprised when she said, we don't have any coffee with caramel note on it. And then she quoted that. We don't have any coffee with caramel note on it. When I showed her on the website, she replied that they were out. I asked if there's anything she can recommend, anything else instead, and I was shocked when she said, we are all out of coffee bags. Shocked. 
it wouldn't have it would have been nice. <laughs> it would have been nice to mention this on the website so we don't have to make the trip <laughs> to the store and be disappointed. Didn't get to try your coffee, but it wasn't a pleasant experience. I don't know when next time Nashville will be, but I think I might give them another shot just for the sake of coffee. And she gave them a one star? Yep. I think it was a one star. Wow. There's a few like Uh, two or three stars. Have you guys ever ran out of coffee at your shop? We've ran out of coffee a couple times, but like only specific origins. There's usually like other things to pick from, you know? Yeah. But like this is kind of why online ordering exists because like if you're from out of town, just you know, pick up something fresh online. Yeah. And get it delivered straight to you. It's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, I've worked at shops where we've been out of coffee. It happens. Like, people buy it, and it's gone. Yeah, sometimes coffee is for sale, and that coffee gets sold, and then it's gone. <laughs> and, and then, then you have yeah, to right. get some more. I think this one might have been a few years old, too. And, like, I feel like now it's a lot more common to order coffee online. Like, that's a lot more Probably of the norm fair. than going in person these days. I like how she, she mentioned Steadfast stood out. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's a solid downtown shop, but it must have been a few years ago. I mean, yeah. they kill it now, but, man, they went through, like, a one-star review patch pretty hard. You know, the biggest <laughs> red flag for me is... When someone says that they're a coffee lover, that probably means that they love coffee the most, but know the least about coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so true. That's pretty accurate. Uh, that's funny. They <laughs> they love coffee the most, but know the least about it. That's so good. All right. I got a few from North Carolina. Shout out hey. to our North Carolina listeners. What's up? I think I, I think one or more. I can't remember how many. There might be a few people that work at these specific shops in North Carolina, but I picked up some random one-star reviews from some of the locations. Um, Here it goes. I walked in this morning to get a cup of coffee from my lovely wife. After walking in, seeing two ladies standing behind the counter, one looked at me like I was from outer space. I (laughs) I asked if sell bags of coffee and that I would like a cup of coffee. I could tell that she had an attitude. She said, we don't open for 10 more minutes. Can you wait? I said, no, then left. If you don't want to serve people early, if you don't want to serve people early, don't unlock the door. The better thing to, the better thing to do would have been to help me out and tell me just to let you know, we don't open till 6.30. I would have left and left them a very good review. Now they get this. I will never give them my business. I, I, like how- <laughs> I would I would guess that they probably don't want your business. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, probably that's not. a stretch, but I just love how he's like, I was I would have left and left a good review. Whatever. Like, regardless, he was gonna leave if he couldn't get his coffee early. But he yeah, might it's have like he literally review. just said he what? just said he just said what they should have done, and then it involved a response that would have happened if the door was unlocked, but in all caps, he made sure to let you know, if you don't want to serve people early, then don't leave your door unlocked unless it's me and you're going to be nice when you respond rather than say a fact. It's like, what? <laughs> and this... a lot of times, like, coffee shops leave their doors open so that, like, deliveries can happen and stuff. Exactly. Like, you know... And, like, not to sound weird, but the door being locked or unlocked does not change our hours of operation. Like <laughs> yeah. that doesn't matter. It's kind of like the door says we open at six 30 or we open at seven. Well, your door's unlocked. I'm like, that's awesome. 
There That's was a, great. <laughs> I had to get a, in here somehow. <laughs> there was a shop I worked at at one point, and they got a one-star review before I was there, but it was like they locked the door at 12.57, and they closed at 1. Um, and somebody left a review, and they're like, if you're going to close your shop and lock your doors at 12.57, change your hours to 12.57. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Any shop that closes early, get out. Yeah. Know I mean, I locking your door early is kind of stupid, but yeah. whatever. Come on. You're just asking for a bad review, but this, come on. like. But that shop had issues. Say, so and they were like, I could tell they had an attitude when she said, we don't open for another, or we don't open for 10 more minutes. Can it wait? I'm like, that's a 100% regular, normal response to say to somebody that says, and then they said, can you wait? And you said no. And I'm like, then I guess... You wouldn't have been able to get your coffee when we opened, even if the door was locked, if you can't wait. Like, you were very silly. You were a very silly person. Mm. Very, <laughs> very silly. silly. Okay, uh, hey, Trey, you want to read this next one? So this is another North Carolina one. Oh, and not only this reviewer apparently is pretty seasoned, maybe a veteran, because they started it and said, having been in the service industry... Attitude and smiles can make or break experiences. Unfortunately, I was met I was met once more by a dark-haired lady who knows us as regulars and proceeds to treat us like an inconvenience. After tipping a dollar fifty on a four-dollar small coffee, no expression, smile or acknowledgement was given. I don't need a gold star for tipping, but feeling warm and welcomed in a coffee shop with premium prices. I feel is slightly important. First off, we're not looking at how much you tip. That's kind of not cool, like for baristas to do, like to be like, how much did that person tip? I don't think that's very cool to do. So for us to be like, and I'm also going to treat you based on how well you tip is also not cool. So for you to leave a one star review because you didn't get treated a dollar fifty worth of a tip amount, a little rough. Yeah, and like. Mm. Honestly, the the feeling warm and welcomed aspect of the coffee shop is super important. But yeah, like, it is. But like to warrant that, along with like I don't need, uh, you know, acknowledgement or a smile or like that kind of stuff, and then be like one star. You know, yeah, that's, like, that's not a little. Cool. That's a little much. Come on. And like Stupid. you should know, like some people have bad days, and like, exactly you've had a bad day, and you've even said that you're a regular person that you know. So like, do you know the people behind the bar? Because it's sounds like you don't know them other than dark haired lady who knows us as regulars. Then if you know that, then I don't know. To me, it's just kind of like you wouldn't base your experience off of how well you're tipping and how you should be treated based on that tip. I mean, I don't think that's cool. I mean, I tip baristas that I love and I don't tip because I want something in return. I tip because I love that coffee shop and I love those baristas personally. Totally. But you know, this person does have a lot of experience in the service industry and they know that attitude and smiles can make or break experiences. <laughs> they know that. I bet that person's had a good day every single day they worked. Mm. All right, moving on. Uh, okay, well, last North Carolina one. I bought a large drip coffee. That coffee cost me three seventy-one cents. That's a good what price a rip for off. What? What a rip off. <laughs> Get out! That's a average good price. coffee from very average help. Okay, don't call people help because that's racist. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I look. I worked. I worked somewhere one time, and these like white, like 
like donors came through and they referred to the staff there as the help and i was the person closest to them when they said it and i was yeah. like what the f did you just call me <laughs> definitely <laughs> not okay like that's a little weird uh anyways you know southern charm who knows whatever uh whatever they say to defend themselves clearly paying for your environment in this place because of service was okay that'll be 371 thanks here's your coffee I haven't ever paid that much for a drip coffee. I just looked at it and decided, fool me once. I'll pick a different place next time. There are tons of places all over town that could have that have better coffee, and then in like little like uh, parentheses in a bigger cup for less money, and then in parentheses again for reference, the entire pound bag of counterculture coffee beans is eleven bucks in parentheses. Even if the environment's kind of nice. Parentheses. Although I got weird looks for speaking with a normal volume, it's not a library; it's a coffee shop. In parentheses, <laughs> the chairs are uncomfortable. Oh my and then gosh! The response from the owner. I liked this. And then I think they forgot to take out the thing for like responding. So it says your name here. <laughs> dot dot. Thank you for your review and the feedback. We agree. There are many places that provide more coffee at a lower price. We have priced all of our drinks in a way that allows us to pay our staff, the coffee farmers, and everyone in the supply chain what they deserve. If it's if it's the cheapest cup you're after, then we understand you picking a different place next time. Oh, my Mike gosh. Drop. That was a good response. Yeah, what a Mike great drop. response. What a response. All right. Knoxville. We got one from <laughs> Knoxville. Got it. Maybe it's the time of day, in parentheses, 3 o'clock. But the drip coffee <laughs> was really bad. Really weak with just bad flavor. But the double espresso my wife ordered was just as weak and flavorless. Very disappointing. So then we went to, went to the old city and tried a cup of their coffee, and it was worse. Maybe it's bad water. Wow, the coffee at my hotel in Independence, Missouri was way better. I'm stumped. <laughs> I wonder if it's, I wonder what it is. I wonder what the difference is. Is it the coffee or like maybe how the, the review, person? <laughs> the review included another coffee shop and like compared the water to some random place I've never heard of in Missouri. I just, <laughs> oh my God. I would imagine I the beans people. he enjoys are the ones that are um, about the color of black and very, very oily. <laughs> Which, you know, hey, nothing yeah. against that. But, I mean, like, maybe not third wave co coffee shop material for you, you know? I mean, if we learned anything from these last two reviews, it's that baristas, make sure you care about that drip and make sure you care about that espresso. Mm, amen. At the end of the day. But I'll say this. Some of these are freaking... Like saying like it costs three seventy one. That's with tax, so that means it was like maybe three fifty, maybe three forty. Yeah, probably. Like for a big cup of coffee, like a pretty solid sized cup, that's pretty normal for especially good coffee. Yeah, and but, yeah. look, here's the deal: like if you're paying that much for coffee, that means you're probably paying the farmer what they deserve to be paid for the green coffee. So like, exactly. you should be excited to be paid that much, you know? No, I'm not excited because the water probably sucks mm. over there where they're picking the coffee at. Mm, amen. Mm, yeah. All right, I got some on my phone I'm going to go through. I got okay. a lot of submissions, and I'm going to try to get as many as I can for a second time, though. We'll have to kind of rush through them, but that's okay. Good. All right, here's another from Nashville. I work off-site in Nashville pretty often, and I've spent many days holed up at coffee shops across town. 
So many are just amazing. Lots of outlets. Really helpful staff who don't mind if you hang around a relaxed vibe. Barista Parlor, where I spent today, was not one of those great places. The space <laughs> was an icebox. I worked all day in my coat. There's nothing much to eat, and what they have is insanely expensive. Each mediocre pastry is $5. A cup of lukewarm tea ran $4.50. The Wi-Fi signal is weak, so I ended up using my own hotspot. And the music is cranked up to top volume and ricochets off the cinder block walls. I can't wait to get home, run a hot bath, and down some Excedrin. Won't be back. <laughs> it's it's, it's what? the it's the Excedrin part for me. I was like, "What?" This so <laughs> <just> happened <laughs> to me. It was the mention of the cement walls and everything else besides the coffee. Like everything, yeah. mm-hmm. but the coffee was mentioned. I love hmm. how they mentioned the pastries and like the Wi-Fi and stuff. And I just want to every time I see a review like that. I'm just like, sir, this is not your office. Yes. This is actually a place to buy coffee. It is not a restaurant to buy food. Right. It's a coffee shop. If there is food, if there is great Wi-Fi, if there is a great sit-down office atmosphere, like that is a plus. But your base level is good coffee, which Barista yep. Parlor has. They have good coffee. Shout-outs to BP. Step up the freaking temperature, BP. What's going on? You're having an oh, icebox? What is this? Hypothermia? i run people out. Coffee's good, but man, who wants to live in an icebox and drink coffee in one? And get an automatic turntable system. (laughs) For crying out loud. (laughs) Just kidding. Much love, but you father. Okay, here's another. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember shop this is from. It's a coffee shop. Lots of millennials hang out here. In parentheses, I am one. Not a fan. Prefer the company... (laughs) (laughs) Prefer the company of old people. Millennial vibes are too fake feeling. Coffee tastes average. Wait times can be long. Not a bad place if you're the type to fit in there. Wow. You know what? I'm kind of on board. Yeah. I don't really get in with the millennial vibes either. I'll hang out with some old people. (laughs) I just like how it's like, millennial vibes, I am one. So basically you're fitting the exact demographic that you're talking about. (laughs) I can't take it anymore. It's like, but you're the, you're, wait, do you know you are the thing you're talking about now? And you can't judge a coffee shop off of their customer base. That's just yeah. completely unfair. I mean, if it's near college, you're going to have college students. Yeah. All right. Here, here's another. Um, it has a pun at the end. Okay. Okay. I'm here for it. Y'all might want to get better, get a better attitude. It's coffee and you're not that big of a deal. When someone walks into your business, you might want to make them feel welcomed at least. I'd rather go to the dentist. Y'all suck a latte. <laughs> what? Who's your dentist? I want to go. <laughs> right? Why would you reference your dentist? Oh man. I would okay. rather go to my dentist. Yeah. Parker, Parker's I don't even know. just laughing. He doesn't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. I hate the dentist. I, <laughs> I have too. no room to talk. God. Oh my god. This person must have a great dentist. Yeah. And they probably have the screens and like the, the top of the roof where oh, you yeah. can, like, watch movies. Do you guys and stuff. ever do oh, that? You go to the, the dentist when you're a kid and you got to watch like cartoons while they worked. That was genius. No, they I just watch for dentist stick things in my mouth. They should do that for adults. Like that's smart. I would never put, complain. Dude, they put ESPN on, I'd be happy. All right. Watch them go out. Okay, so Trey, I have one to actually share with you. Um so this is from a local shop where I've got a bunch of buddies working at. 
Um, it is a two-star review, not a one-star, so they gave him just a little bit of credit. Okay, but that's okay. We it, allow those. It says, it was okay. A little too trendy for me, dot, dot, dot. No one except for the employees said hi, which is very rare in Tennessee. The coffee and the macchiato was great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this person gave two stars because none of the customers said hello to them. I can't, oh dude. <laughs> that is so good. That's so funny. <laughs> it's the like employees all said hi. Everybody that is important to the coffee shop experience. And he even talked about how good the coffee was. <laughs> the only thing was that complete strangers did not <laughs> pay him any attention. <laughs> and that makes me die laughing. It's just like, <laughs> what would have warranted a four-star review <laughs> or something? Coffee was killer. Weirdly enough, nobody in the whole coffee shop, besides the people that serving me, of course, wanted to talk to me. <laughs> it reminds me of like the Simpsons sketch where like Dr. Nick walks into a room and he's like, hi, everybody. And everyone's like, hi, Dr. Nick. <laughs> All in unison. Five star That's review. what they wanted. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, and it's a shop in Nashville that cracks me up even harder. It's so good. Oh, they shit. like they even reference like Southern Tennessee culture. <laughs> They're like, no one says hi, which is weird. <laughs> oh, that's so oh, funny. <laughs> oh, oh, Parker, do you have more? Oh, let's see. I think I have one more. One um, more would be perfect. Okay, so this one is from our friends at Onyx Coffee Lab. We all know Whoop. and love Onyx. Um, what so about this one it? Says overpriced coffee. You can have a nice, appealing store, but at the bottom line is your coffee is overpriced. A true connoisseur of coffee would know that the coffee is too high. What? Which I love that they call themselves like a true connoisseur. A true connoisseur. And they're going to Onyx, which they should obviously know about, and they're like, eh, it's a little too high. Why? And the Why? best thing is, like, Onyx responded to them and, like, in true onyx fashion was very kind and was like i'm so sorry you feel about the way you should look at our transparency model where we talk about how much we pay for our coffee and with the farmers and our because onyx is so thorough about like how they pay everybody but they're not they're true coffee connoisseurs yeah that is very true they're Parker, not true coffee connoisseurs apparently so. compared to the, apparently to this guy he's yeah. he gets it so you know onyx coffee one star one star We talked a little bit about TikTok, coffee stuff, and TikTok last week. And uh, I'm on that TikTok. I'm still on that TikTok, keeping my eyes out. And a few I'm people, on that TikTok. Yeah, some people started following me on TikTok since that episode dropped, which is, like, hella cool. So send me your weird, funny TikToks, and I'll send you some back because I'm about it. Uh, but I have some TikToks I want to show you guys that are oh, just... Okay. It, they're kind of a series, so there's two different TikToks. Um, okay. And it's just a weird, interesting coffee thing. I don't know how long it's been going on, but I want to hear y'all's thoughts, especially on this video. Time to educate y'all. So there's coffee, and then there's white coffee. This is what white coffee looks like. It kind of looks like sand or like really soft brown sugar. Personally, this is my favorite brand. Um, they actually make it locally here in Washington. One shot of white coffee is two shots of regular espresso. So most of your coffee drinks come with a double shot. If you got two shots of white coffee, that would be four shots in your drink. But with white coffee, it's not bitter. 
Um, it's more nutty and it's a sweeter flavor. Anyways, let's pull some shots. So grab your portafilter and make sure it's dry. It really smells very nutty too when you open the container. Anyways, we're gonna do three fourths of the way. You level it to just about three quarters of the way full. Don't tamp it. Pull your first shot. This is what it looks like. Dump your first shots. Go again, and you can use your second and third round shots, not your first. That is fake. There's no way that's real. That is go insane. The, go to the next one too, because they're kind of okay. they kind of go hand in hand. I'm going to the next one. Okay, so I pulled my shots. I pulled three rounds. First one to discard, second one to use, and the third one I only used one shot. This is what it looks like. Remember, I did not tamp it at all. So I had my cup sitting in our Yeti cooler for probably about three to five minutes, and it's still hot. Light coffee is really hot. It's a lot harder than regular typical espresso. Um, that's why I just had it sitting in the cooler on ice. So in here, I just put one scoop of white mocha. Nice in there. Gonna do one pump of mocha. Cream. So I'm using this to make chocolate milk. Top it off with the chocolate milk. So essentially what this drink is, is a white coffee, white chocolate Americano with chocolate milk as the cream and iced. <laughs> Dude. What? <laughs> no, there's no way. There's no, no way it's, it's real. Legit. No, it's not. It's legit, bro. Okay, first of all, let's talk about the way that sh that shot looked when she pulled it out. Like, <laughs> Dude, it looked like water. If it's you like Niagara ever, Falls. <laughs> if you've ever... Use some like really dank, dark, horribly roasted coffee on an Asteria espresso machine. Just imagine the coffee's white and that's what it looks like. It's unreal. Like I was like, this is a joke because that's not, that's not, white coffee's not real. And she goes, it smells really nutty. I'm like, well, that's probably because it's like not coffee. It's probably something else. And honestly, y'all, like oh, me and Parker were watching it and I'm literally looking at him like she scoops it out and says, you want to fill it up this much? And I'm like, Usually you weigh espresso or something. Well, usually you tamp it too. So yeah, and then she's like, "Well, I don't tamp it," and she goes, "And it's way stronger, and it's it's more caffeinated." I'm like, "This all sounds so dumb." And like the container it came in had a huge shark on it that said "Great White." <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't sound like the most protein powder BS I've ever heard in my life, like that sounds like pre-workout. That doesn't sound like coffee to me. It 100% yeah. looked like pre-workout coffee espresso. <laughs> and she was like, and then the drink she made with it was like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a white white coffee, white chocolate Americano topped off with chocolate milk. I'm like, try calling that one out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I know. Like, I mean, the coffee barely looks roasted at all. Like, I've seen pictures of what it looks like, you know, as air quote, whole bean coffee, like white coffee. And it looks like it's green that, like, they threw it in the roaster and immediately just freaking opened it up, like, let it back oh, out. No. Like, they did not roast that at <laughs> all, almost. And, like, the whole, like, when she's like, don't tamp it. And then, like, she pulls a shot and the, it's just freaking water just coming right through. And then through she that. goes, don't take those shots. I'm like, what? What do you. Stop. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah, it's like you pull the shot once and then you discard it and then you Ugh. pull through the same puck, you, you pull it again, and that's what you're supposed to use. Can you imagine doing that with regular coffee? Like <laughs> Parker, give us the lowdown of what's going on inside of your brain with this TikTok. I don't even know 
exactly how to process <laughs> your it. Your hands like, are on your face. You're at a loss for words. Gen Z is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. Somebody said it. Uh, this didn't make Gen uh, Z in the coffee world look any better. <laughs> my employees oh my will be like, "Hey, so you know where that you know that uh you know that TikTok trend where and I'll just cut them off right there and be like, "No, I don't." <laughs> I'm an old man. Yeah, you're like, "Sorry, dude, I'm still living in the Vine world, man." Yeah. No, oh, I I mean, I All don't right. know. It's like it's it's so like it's got to be like very under extracted. If it's like oh. green coffee, like I don't even know what it is extracting to begin with. Well, it's and very caffeinated, it. Parker. Yeah. It's very caffeinated. Yeah, it's very caffeinated. I don't know if you know extra anything about it. It's extra caffeinated. Extra caffeinated. Like, yeah, it's I don't know if you know, hot. but yeah, it's hotter. It's so much hotter. Do you know why it's hotter? It's because that's not coffee. That's hot water you're drinking. <laughs> that's not hot coffee. And then she's like, oh, I kept, I put it in the cooler for five minutes. I'm like, what? That's that also, in itself. Why do you why do you have a Yeti cooler below your just your, hanging out? Well, I think bar. it's a I think it's a I don't think it's an actual like like brick and mortar bar. I think it's in like a little trailer or something. When I looked at okay, more okay. TikToks, I think that makes sense. That kinda, makes more sense. It kind of looks like it because I think this is a part where you can kind of see like a back door. So I don't know. And it kind of sounds okay. like there's like a generator going sometimes. So I don't know. Yeah, if maybe yeah, it's yeah like I hear that. A little mobile coffee thing. Trey, but... can you take? Can you try to find? that brand of white coffee and and can you just make a meme out of like oh like man i'm oh i usually like i like more coffee so can i get a 16 ounce and it's like oh if you want more coffee then try our great white white coffee <laughs> okay here, I mean, here's the deal i found i found it is from a certain coffee roaster i don't know if i want to like roast them right now or they they could just be carrying it but it says great white coffee uh a whole container is 24.95 it's already ground um, it says it's not magic; it's science. Delicately roasted <laughs> coffee beans might look like they've been stuck in a cave for a decade, but don't be fooled by its paleness. White coffee is packed with caffeine because the roasting process on white coffee is at a lower temperature and is not as long. The beans don't have a chance to become bitter. Instead, white coffee is often described as smooth, nutty, and bright. Wondering why white coffee is only sold in ground form versus whole bean? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Because those white beans... <laughs> Both of y'all said it at the same time. It says, because those white beans are hard. It takes a special commercial grinder to do the job. Great white coffee is pre-ground for espresso. Oh, they gosh. have... They have two global ratings on Amazon for great white coffee, and they're both five-star. Heck yeah. One of them is... This is a brand. <laughs> this is this is the brand my local coffee coffee stand uses. White coffee is something I hadn't heard of until moving to the Pacific Northwest. Huh. Not long after discovering it, I found I was hooked. <laughs> the great white gotcha. The great. <laughs> Honestly, both these reviews look like the people that work there made them because they're both talking about the nutty flavors, the different coffee so, flavors. Here's the guys. Let's let's talk about the design though, because I mean that's out of this world. So if you want to know what the design looks like, so what you need to do is you need to get some just like get aerial text. It doesn't really matter. Stretch it up and down pretty far. Right, great white. And then I want you to go to Google and I want you to type in great white shark. Take the first image you find, and then use that. And then what does it say at the bottom? Or if you're in Florida, you can go to your local souvenir shop and get a great white t-shirt. It is that photo. 
Yeah. Is this? Yeah. What does it say on the? Wait. It does says it say... ground ground coffee with bite. Heck yeah. <laughs> I thought it had Take a smooth a nutty flavor. I thought it had a smooth nutty flavor. It doesn't sound like. No, no, no. This is gonna bite you. Well, that that just makes it sound even worse than it already is. So I'll be straight with y'all. If y'all want to split this 50-50, I will go in with you and buy this because <laughs> I am I, so we, intrigued. We have to try it. We I'm so intrigued. Trey, okay, oh guys. I want you to pop into the Patreonite fund, and it's time to start, you know, using that money for the for the making this podcast big, and this is how it's gonna happen. Is mm-hmm. us sipping the drip with <laughs> I'm gonna call, I can't say it without laughing. <laughs> I'm going to call our roaster right now. We're going to get rid of this geisha, and we're going to get some <laughs> some coffee. That we're going to we can... get a commercial grinder, like, Dude. you know, the yeah. commercial kind. And this then is the kind we're going to go through a burst have, set every two pounds. Okay, hear me out, though. Business idea. Let's think about money. Let's think about numbers. All right, entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hit the numbers right now. You always have those weird people. Like, there's those weird, like, you probably know who I'm talking about. There's those just weird customers that they're just a little different. And they are, like, dead set on, like, can I get a quad shot of espresso? Do your, does your espresso come in double shots? Yeah, let me get mm-hmm. a quad. Actually, maybe, let, me get, let me get six shots of espresso. Can I get that like, in a cold brew? They're the, yeah. They're the crazy weird people that, like, ask those questions because they're, like, trying to get jacked up. You could probably get this white coffee and just, like, sell those shots and basically advertise it as like it's one quad shot or it's like a quintuple shot or whatever and you can charge it like super high for that shot of espresso for those weird people that come and order that all the time and then you're just making straight cash baby and then every time somebody orders it you hear the bona bona (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah dun, 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 and you're not wasting any of your good coffee on like some yeah like, you're not wasting your quadra. pansy you're not wasting your pansy ass coffee on you're, just you know your wimpy nimrods <laughs> <laughs> oh my so gosh down. dude losers <laughs> get with the times the fourth wave is now <laughs> Old man, this might be all the way to the fifth wave. Uh, all the uh, as soon as we get great white coffee, I'm going to say we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> Parker laughed. The the fourth wave is these like experimental processes, like anaerobic and like different fermentations and things. And you know, fifth wave, post yield. Fifth wave is just not fifth roasting wave. your coffee. Fifth wave is not roasting <laughs> yeah. your coffee. It's getting straight the green bean and grinding it on commercial grinders and then selling it. In single shot form because that equals yeah. a double shot. We haven't we haven't been grinding them on commercial grinders. Apparently, we've been using non commercial grinders. Yeah, but to me, goodness. fourth wave is adding chocolate milk yeah, to your mm. your white coffee, white chocolate Americano, Americano with topped with chocolate milk. Heck yeah, and mocha. I would yeah. I would drink that. Don't even act like I wouldn't drink that though. Y'all are laughing. I'd give it a sip. I would I would I would sip. sip I would chug that I mean, ish, bro. I would <laughs> literally it, down it. It tastes like milk. It tastes like most milk beverages, just sweet chocolate or whatever flavor with white milk chocolate and a little and co- chocolate milk. I love all of those things. It's gonna be my first yeah. pour of the day next week. <laughs> Dude, we have fifth, to get this coffee. I'm so fifth serious. Wave, bro. I'll so get it. <laughs> I mean, wave. just the whole like putting <laughs> the coffee the in a roaster for very like a like a very short amount of time at a very low temperature. I'm like, did you just freaking? I don't know. It's like they just get the Warmed green coffee the green from somewhere beans. and just dump it in the roaster and pull it right out. Like, <laughs> they just put it in the microwave, hit <laughs> plus thirty seconds, and just dealt with it. Oh my after gosh! That. <laughs> Boom, roasted. 
How how Boom. many how many <laughs> Malcone grinders uh, burr sets do they go through a year? <laughs> I, can't I don't want to know. I can't stop thinking about them. How serious they're taking themselves. It's so Dude, funny. They probably let's be honest. They probably run this through a commercial bun grinder. <laughs> <laughs> they see commercial grinder and it's just like one of those Walmart ones. It's a hand grinder. Yeah, dude. Freaking the one you see at the diner, it's like it's bun. Like that's the like the brand bun. That's all it is. Guys, I, I'm saying this if you're a listener. If you plan on getting this coffee, please split it with your friends. We don't want to give these guys too much capital on great white coffee. But we want at least to let them know that we're interested to see what the heck's going on here. Yeah, unless it's great, then buy a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> And please, if you can get this coffee whole bean, you get it and you send it to us. Because I want to run that baby through every grinder I can think about. That's going to be the fellow grinder test, man. Our Ugh. grinder can grind through even white coffee. It's extra hot. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Anyways. Um, thank you, guys. <laughs> no, thank you, Trey. Thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me. It's great yeah, to be dude. back. Patreonite supporters, thanks for supporting us because uh, one of the things we're using right now, especially, is funding to get better quality for our audio. So yeah. shout out to our Patreonite people for helping us out because now we have Zencaster doing some extra fancy stuff. So we're not just talking about TikToks to make fun of TikToks. Trey and I were talking after last week's episode and. We were thinking about ways that we can actually do like live video reactions of some of this fun coffee stuff because there are some really funny coffee brewers and everything out there that, you know, they might not know a lot and stuff like that. And we don't want to make fun of them because we think that person is stupid. We want to make fun of it because it's funny. It's a memeable thing. And that's basically what Socialist Barista is. But also we want to find trends that people are doing just to be like, this is a crazy trend. Like what the heck's going on? And so be on the lookout on TikTok. Uh, find Socialist Priest on TikTok, and we can't wait to start uploading stuff Add on there. Me. We'll try to do it on Instagram. Add I'll me. send you. I'll send you weird, funny TikToks if you send me some. We gotta test the waters though. I don't want to freak out, but I send some <laughs> weird stuff. Let's take it slow, okay? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll work our way there. This is the Socialist Priest podcast. <laughs>